0: Welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Clint Schweitzer, and today we are going to be talking about the 1996 psychological thriller, Fear. It was directed by James Foley, written by Christopher Crowe. Of course, it stars Mark Wahlberg, Reese Witherspoon, William Peterson, Alyssa Milano, and uh, Amy Brenneman. And to help us break down this film, we're going to be joined by Tracy Frame, who played Logan in the movie. He is Mark Wahlberg's best friend. He's a very devious character, gets a lap dance from Alyssa Milano. We're going to talk to him about all that. He was always one of those characters that stood out, like this grungy guy that's friends with Mark Wahlberg in the movie, and they're obviously like running some kind of a drug ring. But uh, this film really brings me back... Um, as big as a fan as I am of 80s movies, and we've got a lot of those here coming up that we're going to be breaking down with uh, actors and producers and, uh, you know, directors from some of these films. Uh, Fear is one of those time period pieces to me that really stand out. Um, You know, I was like uh, about 13 years old when this came out, and it was just like, it just hit home for me. I always remember kind of the... uh, Bush soundtrack having Machine Head and Come Down from the 16 Stone album. Always loved the soundtrack. It's very dark and grungy. And this film just had a lot going on. It had this wonderful scenery. They filmed a lot in Vancouver. I think it's supposed to take place, of course, in like Seattle. But William Peterson's great in this. Of course, you had. Uh, two actors that are going to go on to become icons and Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon and just the dynamic between them and the idea of stalking in a film. um, I think it was the executive producer, you know, said that he wanted this to be fatal attraction for teens. And that's really what this kind of comes down to. You know, Mark Wahlberg's character is just kind of He's manipulative, and he works his way into Reese Witherspoon's character, Nicole, uh, into her life, and uh, kind of comes off as this really um, nice, accommodating character, and then he turns on her when uh, kind of she wants out of it, when his true colors start to show. I've always just been fascinated by this film. Uh, the soundtrack, like I said, everything that goes along with it, the look of it, uh, it's very 90s. It just really stands out as kind of a time period piece, especially when you think about the uh, the cast involved. But you know, Tracy Tracy Frame's going to be joining us. This is such a pleasure to have him because to really get into detail about, about his character, who's always been kind of a mysterious character. Everybody always asks, like, whatever happened to the guy that played Logan, his friend? We're going to ask him about that and talk about some of the things he's been up to, some of the other projects he's worked on. But this is one of Tracy's favorite things that he's done. Uh, you know, being on this set, you know, kind of being this just over-the-top, crazy character, this sidekick of Mark Wahlberg's that... Uh, He's he's he kind of uh, becomes uh, he starts dating Alyssa Milano's character Margot in this film, and uh, they're just kind of a weird couple. Like she just walks up to him at a party and starts dancing, uh, just obviously just she's just kind of a slutty character, showing that she's interested. And then they just have this odd relationship as it goes on, and clearly it's just this kind of world of uh, underworld of drugs and uh, and partying. That's what we find out. Of course, he kind of has his sights too set on. Reese Witherspoon's character, Nicole, and winds up kind of dying because of it. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is insane, and they kind of have a home invasion scene at the end where uh, Mark Wahlberg winds up killing Logan uh, because he's trying to rape Nicole. So, yeah, a lot of deep topics to get into. Without further ado, we want to bring on our guest, Tracy Frame, to talk about his role as Logan from Fear. Well, that's sort of the power of, uh, of film and television, and that's amazing. I love how yeah. things live on that way. And let's talk about Fear. Uh, it's a, <laughs> it actually it came out in the a, a spring of 96. It was, a, it was a surprise hit. It was derided by critics, which is usually a good thing, uh, but it became a sleeper hit. It grossed $20 million at the U.S. box office. It's since kind of become a cult film. Um, at the same time, it launched the Teen Idol status for uh, Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg um, and probably Alyssa Milano as well. Um, Talk about the process Of course this was directed by James Foley Had a tremendous cast uh, As we talked about Um, Also William Peterson who's amazing Uh, Just kind of talk about your process of auditioning For Fear, kind of what your understanding was uh, Of the Logan character Which has just lived on in in sort of infamy And amazement all these years later Just kind of talk about your experience in uh, getting started with the film
1: Well Fear was One of my favorite projects And uh, again another intimidating process Because I went into audition And Mark Wahlberg was there in the room with uh, James Foley and the producers and they had us read his part for the audition. So I did his part and, uh, you know, ended up getting, um, the role, which I thought originally was just going to be, you know, maybe a couple weeks, uh, on the, uh, you know, on the project and it turned into two and a half months, uh, up in Vancouver, mostly Vancouver. But, uh, it was, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, Mark was, that was a, he was relatively new. It was like his second or third film, and, but he was very smart. He knew what he could do and what he couldn't do. And, uh, he people was really good in the movie. And I was surprised that the movie didn't do better at the box office. Um, but you're right. It just become a, come, come, a cult hit in, in a way. And it's still around, still get residual checks on that movie, which is crazy. And, uh, You know, Alyssa Milano was great. It was kind of a different role for her, so she was really excited because, you know, I first met her when she was on Who's the Boss? You know, and she was just a young girl. And uh, so this was a a different thing for her. And Reese, of course, uh, Witherspoon was kind of becoming well-known. And um, it was a great uh, project. We, You know, we hung out together in Vancouver for two and a half months. You know, loved hanging out with Mark and his posse. You know, he had these characters that he would take care of. And, you know, it kind of became the premise for the HBO show Entourage. It was basically <laughs> wow. based on him. And, uh, and uh, so it was a lot of fun. We had, we had, we had some good times. You know?
0: Well, the premise of the movie, of course, is that uh, Mark Wahlberg meets Reese Witherspoon's character. Uh, and, and you're sort of like the best friend of Mark Wahlberg. And, and uh, there's no other way to put it. You're just sort of a deviant um, sort of uh, yeah. <laughs> character. Uh, his name is Logan. And uh, you start dating Alyssa Milano's character uh, named Margot. And like, you're just sort of always doing something kind of strange. Like you start a fight at this party, you headbutt someone in the face, it causes a riot. You just, you just, yeah. She's at one point, Alyssa giving you a lap dance, which I've always just, I have so many questions about that, but I, I don't know how much time we have or how much uh, we want to get into that. But uh, just talk about the character of Logan and sort of like what you wanted to portray because it, you really portrayed this role of just, you know, cause it's a time period. It's the nineties, this kind of grunge yeah. era, kind of like long haired guy. That's just like, you know, against society. And you're, you're just sort of up to no good. This whole movie. What, what was it like playing that character and interacting well, with a great
1: character. You know, it's funny because they took us to Seattle for a weekend to get to know each other, you know, hang out before we started filming. And, um, you know, I was, hanging out with Mark and I was thinking you know we got the same haircut this is going to be weird we look you know we don't look the same but we've got similar whatever uh, hair. And I thought I got this crazy idea that like I wanted to go lunch with this so I talked to the producer and he was all for it little did I know that meant seven hours in a, a chair getting extensions put on uh, which was a nightmare but uh, you know I, once I kind of you know sometimes you just have to put the outfit on and then the character kind of you can really get into it. But, you know, everyone's got that side to them that wants to be a bad boy or, or is, but they can't do it, you know, uh, in public or whatever. And it was just kind of freeing and fun and, you know, and James Foley was always pushing me to go further with it. And, uh, you yeah, know, I had a laugh. We, we shot a scene around the pool table and I playing pool. And I thought it'd be cool to smoke these little cigars. And uh, after 15 takes, I was sick to my stomach, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, the whole rest of the night he was lighting up those cigars every single, I had no idea, he was a very thorough director, so he would do a lot of takes, but uh, no, it was a great character, it was fun, uh, there were times where I, Jamie would say, yeah, do this with your hips, and I'm like, Nope, I'm not doing that, man, <laughs> I'm not doing that, that's too far, but uh, we had a good time, and you know, the funny thing is you fly down to L.A. when you had a break, you know, to audition for another movie or whatever, and I remember being out at the House of Blues in L.A., and the way people react to you when you're in that character with that long grunge hair and the leather jackets and earrings, all that stuff, completely different. Everyone there thought I was uh, you know, playing in some famous band. These people come up and go, what band are you in, man? I said, no, I'm an actor, man. No, come on, really. What band are you in? <laughs> so, so it's really interesting when you get to play a character like that to see how people react differently to you.
0: Oh, gosh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, uh, I've always thought that uh, the way you looked and your character really stood out in this. Like, you really just, it's very memorable. So, yeah, that stands to reason. Um, And this film really, uh, you know, the director, or or I think one of the executive producers, you know, said that they kind of wanted this to be fatal attraction for teens. And and really, stalking, it you know, it's crazy, 23 years ago, really wasn't taken that seriously back then. And so this is kind of like ahead of its time, really, if you think about it. Um, given that today, with social media and the things that happen, and cyber bullying and stalking, like this was really ahead of its time in a lot of ways.
1: It, it really was, and it probably it probably would have done better at the box office if it would have been more current. Yeah. You know, but it, like you said, it came out ahead of it, where people didn't even think too much about that, you know. But you know, every parent, you know, related to it, and every you know young teenager. Would relate to it because you know you, you know how many times do you, is your friend dating some guy that you don't think is a good guy, but she's in love. You know what I mean. So um, it it had some themes that still resonated back then, but I think it probably would have been uh, you know more popular at the box office if we had if it had been done you know present day.
0: So, of course, there's the famous scene where uh, Reese Witherspoon kind of comes to a party where you guys are at. She's peering through the, the trees and kind of sees inside and sees uh, Alyssa Milano. She's giving you a lap dance in your uh, smoking pot. Um, and then there's always ca- kind of like an urban legend that you, you kind of um, that Mark Wahlberg kind of picks her up off you, takes her away from you and like ca- slaps her butt. But it's not really Alyssa Milano's butt. Can you confirm or deny whose butt that is in the, in the scene? It's very important we get to the bottom of this.
1: <laughs> I believe it was Alyssa Miles, but uh,
0: uh, wow! Was,
1: but uh, I'll leave that up to Urban Legend. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there was a body double there, but I could be wrong. That was a while ago.
0: So you, th- so what is it? I mean, this seems kind of trivial, but filming a scene like that, where you know, like you're getting a lap dance, is that? I mean, you're in character, you're you're just doing it, but it's, I don't know, like is it? What was that? Was there anything challenging about that? Is it's always kind of something I've wondered, especially with her. I just, I'm such a huge fan of hers. And what what, what was that like? Did you guys yes, have good chemistry? Right.
1: Um, we- you know, the, the challenge is to, be, to take it seriously. Right. there's, you know, I've had uh, love scenes and things like that. And it's so awkward, you know, and there's people standing around and the director's yelling, you know, giving you direction, you know, and you're supposed to be in the middle of this intimate scene or in that case it was just kind of more of a, you know, party scene, and, uh, you know, she was my girl, and she's giving me a lap dance, and then suddenly Mark comes over to, you know, establish his dominance in the group and takes her away. And there was there's nothing I can do about it, you know. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, you know, the challenge is, is just, you know, to make leave. You just gotta buy, you gotta buy into it, you know what I mean? You gotta buy into the best of the situation, and you gotta make it believable, and, and uh, you gotta go for it, Yeah.
0: Well, you don't have a lot of uh, interaction with uh, Reese Witherspoon or William Peterson, but William Peterson kind of uh, gets on to where you guys live. He trashes your house, um, and uh, you guys kind of do a home invasion after that, and it's just really intense. And just talk about that. There was a lot going on there. You and kind of the gang are trying to break in the the house. He's a William Peterson's character is like a security expert, so his house is like all you know, barricaded. But you guys break in, you yeah. have some really cool scenes and really intense. I think he punches you at one point, uh, knocks you down, but he punches Mark yep. Wahlberg who just stands right up to it. So obviously he was kind of the alpha of the crew. But what, what was that home invasion? Like, that was, that was intense. Yeah, that was intense,
1: you know, because a lot of night shoots there and it was this beautiful house out, you know, uh, on the waterways out there just kind of north of Vancouver. Uh, you know, so it's at night, so it, it's, it, you know, you're filming you know, God knows what hour, you know, at night. But uh, it was fun. You know, that's kind of fun because, you know, obviously you don't get that in real life <laughs> again. You get to kind of play act and have a good time. Uh, that was one of the scenes where, like, I was up on the roof looking through uh, kind of a, you know, skylight. And James Foley was uh, saying, okay, I want you to grind your hips and point it. <laughs> so just through the window. <laughs> I got so, uh, but it was fun. We had a good time and, uh, you know, it's, it's, I think it's harder for the people, you know, like for William Peterson, Amy Brenneman and, you know, Reese and, and uh, them to pull off a scene like that because they're terrified. We're just tormenting, you know? So I think it's easier. Uh, it's an easier job for us to scare them than it is for an actor to play scared. You know what I mean? Yeah. That
0: yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it's funny you mentioned the grinding hips. You were kind of doing that throughout the film here and there. Like, tor- like you'd kind of see yeah. Reese from afar, and you'd, like, point to her and kind of grind. It was just like you had your eye out for her kind of the whole time, and you try to make a... Make one last uh, attempt to get at her, and that's when your character meets his demise. Mark Wahlberg shoots you in the head at point blank range, yep. and it's kind of too bad he did because he sort of needed your services uh, the rest of the way as he's outdoled by <laughs> William Peterson. <laughs> yeah. He kind of needed you, and uh, he dispatched of you, and that was sort of the end for him and the end of the film. Good stuff, though. That was uh, yeah. th- that was kind of crazy. Yeah, that's
1: uh, it's always crazy. You know, I-, I I think I've probably been killed about two dozen times in my career, you know, <laughs> uh, especially in the last, uh, 10, 15 years, you know, every show I go on, it'd be like all the CSIs or criminal Minds or something. I'm always the guy in the opening scene, you know, that gets murdered. And then the whole show is about me trying to find out who killed me, but I've actually only got one scene of dialogue in it. So, you know, it's, uh. I'm used to getting shot and you, killed yes. in many different ways. I think criminal minds, I was killed and I had my lips sewn together and, uh, you know, just some crazy stuff.
0: But, yeah. you perfected the art of dying. One of the
1: hardest acting jobs I've ever had to do is lay on a, at the morgue and not move. Yeah. When you're supposed to be dead and the camera is doing a slow roll over you and you're like, I can't twitch. I can't move. I can't breathe. Uh, Hardest thing, really, I've ever <laughs> had to
0: do. Yeah. Well, it, it, you know, is in hindsight, you know, you talked about kind of being surprised that people recognize you from from Fear and from other things you've done. Is it? Yeah. Is it as you look back, twenty three years ago, and everybody was so you know new and to did you kind of foresee where maybe that the careers of Reese Witherspoon, Mark Wahlberg were headed? And is it like at the time, and you're in this movie, and it's a it's a big blockbuster film? Is it kind of like you were feeling like that you were on that trajectory as well? Like, what was kind of your thoughts back then on Career paths, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, you know, um you know, you knew Reese and Mark were going somewhere and you know Mark was already famous, you know. He he didn't want to be known as Marky Mark anymore, you right. know what I mean? Uh so yeah, you know, he made a smart choice and but you know, you knew that they were going to places and you know, I've worked with uh a lot of people. I was in acting class with Angelina Jolie when she before she was discovered and you know, uh, worked with a lot of people, and you kind of just get a sense sometimes when you see people. You know, of course, it, it helps if you have a famous father and all that stuff. But uh, you know, um, John Voight is her dad, right. so um, <laughs> it uh, it helps. But you know, she worked really hard, and uh, you know, so I, I guess I, you know, you hope that that's going to be the path for you too. But there's just there's so many factors that that determine who has a big career and who doesn't. You know the fact that uh, I don't know what the statistics are, but something like less than five percent of the people in the in the business make a living, uh, and I managed to do that for a long time, and uh, so I guess you know in that sense, uh, you yeah, know, had a good career, but you know you always want it to be bigger, <laughs> you know. Sure. But uh, and then, but there's a lot of negative stuff that comes along with that too, Those you know, I'd be, you know, having a drink with Mark in the Gerard Club up there where all the actors, everybody that was working up in Vancouver and, uh, you know, groups like Chicago and Seal were up there recording albums at the time. We'd all be hanging out, you know, having drinks. And, uh, you know, these uh, fans would come in. they just wouldn't leave Mark alone, you know, and they would get to the point where they'd just come in and sit down on his lap. and You know, he'd try to pretend he wasn't Mark Wahlberg, you know, and. All this stuff, and eventually it would just get old, and then, you know, you'd have to ask him to leave and stuff, but there's a lot of negative uh, aspects of having that kind of a career that I'm kind of, now at this point in my life, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with
0: absolutely definitely understand that aspect and uh you know it's just uh, it's kind of crazy to think about 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 that character and some of the other characters you've done you were uh clearly kind of kind of a, a grunge guy as uh as logan and fear probably a big pearl fan of you know bands like pearl jam but but that's not the case for you tracy because you just the other day i just saw you know we're facebook friends you were at dirks bentley they're at dte which by the way one of my favorite venues in all of rock and roll i've been to a ton of concerts there. oh yeah well, we call it pine now. right yeah 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 as you should that that was that looked yeah. like a packed show good time i mean you, you go to a lot of shows out there uh it, it, it you know we, i grew
1: up going to to pine now. yeah and I saw everyone from so every group you could imagine would come there uh and uh you know since i moved back after that's actually the second time i have been there i went
0: to see eddie money <laughs> yes he <laughs> <It>
1: always <laughs> opens up the concert season so that was awesome uh You know, he's a little slower now, but he's still... uh, All the teenagers love to go to this concert. I don't even know if they know who Eddie Money is, but it's the first concert of the year, and it's, uh, you know, affordable for them. So that's fun. And, um, yeah, I've never, you know... Dirk's that's the first time I've ever seen him and uh, he puts on a really great show. And it's just a great venue. You know, it's a great
0: venue. Well, uh, uh, Bob
1: Seger was just here Yeah, at his farewell concert. And he's a local legend here. So. Oh, yes. Uh, in fact, they named a street after him on the way into uh, to the
0: concert venue. There is something about that Detroit-style rock and roll from Alice Cooper, Ted Nugent, Bob Seger, uh, Iggy Pop. Like, there is something about that. And I'll tell you, I will actually... Be there in about a month. I'm driving up uh, from Missouri, going to see uh, Billy Idol and uh, Brian Adams. There, it's going to be a great one. There, I'm oh, that's gonna be great. good friends with Steve Stevens, who's a guitarist for uh, for for Billy Idol and uh, his wife Josie. Uh-huh. So driving up for that one, that'll be uh, my first time there in a while. So I'll be hitting uh, hitting the old Pine Knob uh, slash DTE Amphitheater coming up in just a month. So can't wait for that, man. It's going to be great. To
1: let me know and we'll uh, meet for a drink,
0: dude. Yeah, that'd uh, be while
1: you're up here, and uh, it's a it's a great thing. You love it and. Uh, you know it's uh, it's uh, you know we get it gets a little competition because uh little Caesars arena down in Detroit you because know, Detroit's gone through such a renovation
0: sure of course so <laughs> I have
1: a lot of big concerts down there now but I just like this old venue you
0: know yeah and it's kind of yeah. out there kind of out, uh, out out of the way a little bit and uh, it's just a good yep. good spot man i will tell you I'll definitely will hit you up uh for that and definitely make that happen my girlfriend's coming with me and she's a huge Logan fan from Fear, like she, it's always kind of one side or the other. Like, she, I guess she went for the bad guy side. I don't know if that bodes well for me or not. But uh, so she, no, she'll okay. be with me. She'd love to say <laughs> hi too. She's a big Logan fan, so I don't know. I don't, you just can't pull a Mark Wahlberg, you know, from the party scene and make no, no, her away. <laughs> Tracy, I tell you what, man, what a pleasure it's been. Can't thank you enough, and we'll hit you up and hopefully uh, say hi here in, uh, in uh, early August, man. So, it
1: sounds good, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate hey, it. thanks so much. It was an honor. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay.
0: All right. Well, there you hear it from Tracy Frame. We were able to talk about his role in Fear, uh, some of the other projects he worked on, and just kind of his general thought, uh, you know, about the film and his character of Logan. Great stuff. You won't hear that anywhere else, but uh, here on Saved by Nostalgia, because we are taking you back to your wonder years doing all these old TV shows, all these films, you know, uh, we've done Save by the Bell, we're in the middle of doing every Save by the Bell episode, but we like to throw out a, mu- a movie every now and again, and this seemed like a perfect time, because Tracy Frame and I had been talking about the film, and I was like, you know what, we need to have him on, and really do this, and talk about fear, so I know there's some other fear fans out there that uh, love this movie, we talked about the fact that it was kind of um, you know, it underperformed at the box office, only bringing in $20 million, so that might have been, but you know, I do believe it lives on kind of in cult status today, you just kind of hear this movie brought up, it's like kind of the beginning of, of Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg, and uh, you had some other star power in there, uh, William Peterson and Amy Brenneman, who did a great job in this film as uh, kind of the parents of Reese Witherspoon, and Alyssa Milano, wow, like, of course, her career kind of went off on this uh, kind of wild side after being on Who's the Boss, she was in, uh, you know, kind of some of these, these B-sex films like Poison Ivy and some of those things, she was definitely kind of a more slutty character, In this movie, obviously, there's that scene where she's giving uh, Tracy Frame the lap dance. We just talked to him about that, and he seemed very businesslike about it. Uh, You know, he just, okay, well, filming this scene, it's a party, and it's a lap dance. You know, he's done love scenes before, so having Melissa Milano on top of him kind of grinding him, I guess, didn't quite um, ring the bell that it would for me, but, hey, that's okay, too. Um, Business as usual for Tracy Frame. He's all business. That's great. Love to hear your thoughts about this film. Uh, 1996 is when it was released and you know it's one of those that lives on it's one of those ones I watch uh, you know a couple times a year really I have a lot of friends that like this movie. We always kind of watch it together. And my sister's a big fan. Like Everybody I know is like a big fan of this movie, even though it's kind of under the radar. It's not one from either one of their careers. uh, Speaking of Mark Wahlberg or Reese Weatherspoon that you just bring out and say, oh, my gosh, you have to see this. But to me, I'm a huge fan of it. Again, one of those movies that takes you back to kind of a time and place. And that's what we're all about here on Save My Nostalgia. So please uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts on Google Play Music or Spotify, and now we're on iHeartRadio as well, so s- subscribe on any of those mediums. We always appreciate the feedback. by SavedByNostalgia.Weebly.com is our website. Hit us up there and uh, send us an email at SavedByNostalgia1 at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed um, our episode on fear, and check out some of the other things we've done right here on Saved by Nostalgia.